3: Hello and welcome to episode 130 of the Vison market Insights podcast. I'm your host Josh Applebaum. Happy Monday everyone. We have a new week starting off today. Let's get started off on the right foot. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. It was a great weekend across the board, especially betting NBA dogs on Friday and Saturday. Dogs went eight and three against the spread and you're now uh, you did see a little bit of uh, you know return yesterday, tiny bit of regression. you saw favorites in the NBA. Bounce back a little bit and go 4-3 and ATS. Uh, Bubble Dogs now, though, they are 31-29, and so a slight edge here overall. Um, We're going to recap a little bit of this weekend. I want to use yesterday's Sixers example, the 76ers. They were our uh, two eggs over hard, hash brown, bacon, egg, and cheese special on the Lombardi line. And they're able to cash the plus 3.5. But um, that was kind of a teachable moment in terms of how sharps win and how they win bets that maybe recreational bettors don't. And it's really shopping for the best line, anticipating line movement, and getting the right number. Because if you had the Sixers at anything other than 3.5, they lost. And you had the Blazers cover that one. You know, it opened at, uh, was it, um, was it, Portland minus 2. It got up to 3.5, got down to 1.5, closed at 2.5. But is that 3.5 we were talking about on the Lombardi line. Thank you all, everyone, for joining us this weekend. It was a great weekend overall. Um, but that's the sort of play that uh, I think really what we're trying to do overall is not just pick the right side but get the right number. And big part of that is, you know, having access to multiple sports books. I, I can't hammer that enough, guys. You know, if you're listening to this pod and you're serious about betting on sports, you cannot be betting through just one sports book. I know it's easy. I know it's simple. I know it's, you know, it's safe. And you just have your one account, one book. It's very easy. That's, you place all your bets there. But you are seriously forfeiting so much value if you only have one sports book. So um, I have about seven different accounts. And I, I'm always looking to open up a new one. Um, And I really, the goal there is just have, uh, you know, more liquidity and also just the ability to shop around, have my live odds page up. And when I identify value on a game, I'm looking at every game compared to each other or every sports book compared to each other. Where's the juice going? Where's the number at? You know, I I think on this probably do a great job of identifying, okay, where's the public? Where are the sharps? You know, where's the house liability? But okay, once we locate that, where do we then get down and place our bet? we got to do it at the book that gives us the best number. So that three and a half was really really huge with the 76ers again they lost by three uh, so you covered there with the hook but that's the sort of thing anticipating line movement, having access to multiple bets and really looking at juice movement and and really you know trying to hit these high water marks. So hopefully we're uh, we're gonna be do, doing that moving forward like we always do. Um, but I did want to bury the lead a little bit here guys. I tell you what overs in the NBA it was great. we had uh, our guy Will Hill. Uh, at at not the Will Hill, and it's T-H-E-E, um, give him some followers. The guy needs some more followers, and he is really, really sharp, and he comes on the Lombardi line. and He's just a really, really good wise guy. Uh, him and I both had yesterday in the MLB, good day in MLB. You know We had a uh, really sharp play in Tampa Bay. They came up, they came back and won, had a reverse line move in their favor. Uh, also, if you got down in Oakland, that was another Fade the Trendy Dog reverse line move. I had Cleveland late. So, pretty good day in baseball, and uh, Will Hill actually hit that Yankee-Tampa Bay under eight and a half. That was another great hit there. We were talking about NBA, and we were like, you know, this sounds really square, and this sounds really, really public, but it is not a bad idea to hammer every over in in the bubble right now. Uh, And it came true again yesterday, guys. Overs in the bubble, five and two. They are now 34-26-1, 57%. You know, typically what's crazy here is that, you know, betting the under is the much smarter play in the NBA, because... The public overvalues wanting to bet an over. They want to see high-scoring high, high scoring points back and forth. They want to cash an over, an exciting game. Sportsbooks know that. They'll shade lines to the over. And as a result, you know, the under is actually around 51% the last 20 years. Uh, the, the under is 51%. The over is 49%. So 49% plus paying the juice, that's a big losing bet, taking every over. But the bubble, man, something about the bubble. I, I have my own philosophies. I think part of it is they are calling more fouls. So I've noticed that. Um, and you're getting more guys to the line and stopping the clock. Also, I think there's a big part of it where they're not leaving the bubble. they got nowhere else to go, nothing else to do. So what are they doing? They're hanging out in the gym. They're shooting shots, hundreds of shots every single day. I I see good shooting. I see a lot of fouls being called. And I also think, you know, you're getting to a situation where we really got to start looking at motivation because a lot of these teams have played five, six games. They have three, two games left. Then we get the the kind of that uh, that play-in for the playoffs and the actual playoffs we're going to see a situation here where teams don't care. They've already uh, locked up, you know, uh, their seating. They can't go up or down or they're already eliminated. So I think you're going to see some, you know, even more lackadaisical defense and maybe some, some even more high scoring here. So if you pounded those overs like Will Hill and I and everyone on Lombardi line, Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi, five and two yesterday, again, 57%. But here's the key guys, draw a line at two thirty. Two 230. If the total is two thirty or less, the over, is 64%. So, killing it. When the total is really high, 230 or more, the over is only 42%. So, basically, 58% to the under when it gets higher than 230. Saw an example yesterday with the Spurs and the Pelicans. Open 239. It stayed 239, even though public took the over, and it even fell to 238.5 at some books, and that one stayed under. So, just remember, those really, really high totals you worry about a little bit, anything 230 or less, um... You know, that's going to be hopefully you cap the game, you get some uh, good line movement and good systems. But uh, that's something we got to keep in mind and lean on uh, moving forward. And again, these books the thing is, anytime something does really well, the books uh, take a hit with all these overs, they're going to jack them up even higher. So you're playing a, a tightrope game here, Will, where, uh, you know, at some point I think you're going to see some regression. But maybe it's just this weird thing with the bubble where it continues to do well. So we're going to keep our eye on those low totals. Uh, but yeah, a little just intro for you guys. Uh, again, a uh, little reset here. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get our Monday started off right. I wanted to let everyone know that at VEASAN, um, we are bringing back our paid membership. And it's really, really big for us, really important for us. This is a huge week at VEASAN. Obviously, um, you know, the pandemic and the quarantine and sports being laid off and, uh, you know, canceled and postponed. It was really tough. We we made our way through it. But during that entire pandemic where we had no sports almost five months nothing cost anything all of our paid subscriptions were free and hopefully you enjoyed them and you know I think it was we were really proud of Easton to continue to pump out content even though it's such a tough time you know win totals previews stuff like that um, I, I will mention too I don't know if anyone but MMA uh, I had a great MMA night even though I don't talk about it too much with you guys I, I take what uh, Gamble and Lou tells me to take and also kind of make bets on my own and in UFC what's crazy is since the restart, I know I'm going on a tangent here. I haven't talked to you guys in a couple days, so uh, bear with me. But UFC, if you bet MMA every Saturday night, uh, favorites are about 70%. And that's kind of, you know, historically favorites do better in UFC, but since the restart, about 70%. It's a big sample size. Um, obviously, you can't play every favorite and expect to make money because you're laying big numbers here. Um, but I had some big wins. Hogsparat, Holland, uh, Darush, he crushed it uh, Stewart, my best play of the night was Weidman, Chris Weidman. And again, this may mean nothing to you guys, but if you actually bet UFC, you know what I'm talking about. Weidman was fighting this other guy and they were completely dead. They were so tired. They couldn't move. Uh, it was even. And then third round, he just laid on him and, and got the win there and he's about minus 140, and it's a great hit there. So Weidman, and I took the big man, the black beast, Lewis, uh, last play, of the night. he knocked out this 43 year old Russian guy. So, um, good night in the UFC. And again, it's, Kind of my alter ego, betting favorites, and knock knock on wood, doing well at UFC. Um, but as I was saying, guys, you know, uh, Visa and everything was free. We now uh, need to make money, and um, I think when when you uh, when you buy a membership, you get so much out of it, guys. It's only twenty dollars a month. Think of that, twenty bucks a month. It's that's nothing. And think of the content we're giving you: point spread weekly digital magazine, twenty four live stream of programming, special sports betting guides we do. We'll have a pro football one coming up soon. The daily email. With uh, best bets from hosts and guests, that on its own will pay for the membership. Exclusive stories, data, power ratings. Again, we brought on Ben Fox from ESPN, so all of our content is going to get even better. Uh, but I highly, highly, highly recommend. Support the team. If you enjoy VEASAN, um, I would love for you guys to become a, a paid uh, member. And I don't like the word customer. I like member because you're a member of what we do. We're all equal here. So it's only 20 bucks a month, and you get all this stuff. Um, you can buy a full year for 240 and save a little money there as well. Um, um, but I-, I wanted to let you guys know if you're interested, go to vsun.com slash subscribe, tell a friend, uh, buy a membership, make us happy. And if you have any questions about your membership, you can always email, email my boss, Bill Adit. Bill is the man. He hired me. I love him. Uh, he lives and dies, Vsun, and he is a, a great steward uh, of the ship here. So if you have any questions about your membership, um, you want to talk rates, options, whatever, email Bill, Bill at VEASAN.com. And then, of course, guys, before we break down our, all of our game stakes, we got a big Monday ahead. Uh, remember, get on Twitter, follow at Live. You can also follow me at Josh underscore insights. And you can always email me any questions about anything, the pod, questions, comments, suggestions, um, whatever it may be. Hit me up, and I'm always here to help, Josh at VEASAN.com. So let's start off with some NBA. We have five games in the NBA tonight. Uh, typically we have six, so I think this may play to our advantage with one less game. And uh, starting at two thirty, usually we have I love those twelve o'clock, one o'clock games. Um, but the fact we have one less game, they start at two thirty. I think they're going to be even more heavily bet. Another thing here is that the NHL is off today. And Jesus, my Boston Bruins! Uh, what is wrong with my bees? I'm worried about my Bruins, guys. They lost again. And uh, hopefully they just flip a switch, but they're the number one team in the league, and they lost all four um, qualifying games. So they're the four seed, even one of the best records in the league, just pissed me off. Um, but no NHL. That being said, my bees will play Carolina. I am going to look at some series prices in the NHL. So hopefully tomorrow uh, on the pod before the playoffs get started, we'll talk some series prices. Uh, but all your matchups are set. But long story short, no NHL. One fewer NBA game. I think we could be in for a good perfect storm here with. Uh, going contrarian, public has fewer games to choose from. And uh, hopefully we can get down and make some more money today. So first on the, gore, on the board, Phoenix Suns in Oklahoma City, Thunder. The Suns are ridiculous. Uh, Suns are a perfect 5-0. Um, and I saw something. I haven't won five games in a row since Steve Nash and Sean Marion days. Um, but you've seen a lot of action toward the Phoenix Suns. And the Phoenix Suns line continues to move here. I'm actually starting to wonder if there's any injury. Yeah, it's like Gallinari just got out. Uh, Steven Adams is out. Um, but big move here to the Suns. If you hit the Suns early, I think you love this play. The Suns, and again, this is the importance of signing up for the newsletter because I wrote about this in the newsletter, uh, vsun.com slash newsletter. That is free. But the Suns open 3.5. I woke up. They were at 5. I saw sharp action on Suns minus 3.5, minus 4, minus 4.5, minus 5. The line is all the way up to 6.5. It's even at seven at some books. Guys, the Suns are getting hammered. Now, this is tough because, you know, ticket count is still kind of even a slight majority here to the Suns. It is hard for me, though, to lay a six, a seven now after opening three and a half. If anything, maybe you have a buyback opportunity here on OKC. I I would say, you know, is Chris Paul going to be out? Is Shea Gilgis Alexander going to be out? This could be a spot where they arrest everybody. You know, again, this is you read the newsletter and put in Suns real quick at minus three and a half, minus four, even minus five. It's hard to endorse this minus six, minus seven. You're really getting the back end of a really, really uh, bad number here at this point. So maybe it becomes a layoff opportunity. But if you got the Suns early, I think there's great value there. Uh, we do. We I did mention how you know all these overs are doing great and how uh, you know sub two thirty overs are even better, like sixty five percent. However. Public's all betting the over, yet we are seeing this line fall a little bit. You know, this line opened at 224. It's down to half, 222. I would, you know, kind of lean under here with some value. If you look at Oklahoma City, um, they are on the second leg of a back-to-back. That's another reason why the public, um, not the public, but Sharps really in general, are really leaning OKC okay in this one. Uh, if you take a look at over-unders, you know, Phoenix is even on the season. Oklahoma City slightly to the under 35-33. So lean under a little bit there, but even these these unders in the bubble when they fall, uh, if anything, you almost have a buyback opportunity. So that's a tough game at this point to break down. Again, Suns are the sharp play, but I hope you got them early before that thing really keeps moving on you. Uh, Keep cruising. Here is a Mavericks and Jazz play. Uh, How about seeing Luka make that play through his legs, that bounce pass? Unbelievable. luca has been on fire. Uh, With that being said, Luca and Porzingis are both out. Uh, knee, ankle, but really I think just rest. I don't think if they're, you know, playoff game. I think they would play here. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is questionable. Again, we got to really look at injuries, guys. This is going to be a little tougher here with these last few games because guys are resting, guys are sitting. That can really affect these lines overall. But the Jazz open as a six-snap point favorite. Again, you got to remember: no Luka, no Porzingis. They're up to seven and a half. Uh, tickets are about even at this point. Um, if anything, you know Mavericks with an inflated line with no uh, no starters here with uh, Porzingis and Luca out, um, you're getting a better number at this point. Again, this is another kind of layoff situation for me, but it does look like another under play, two twenty four down to two twenty two and a half. If you look at how these teams have played, you know last actually two smart moves I've seen, steam move, reverse line move, both at two twenty three and a half to the under. So you're at two. Can you shop for the best line? Get a two twenty three. I still see a few of those out there. Uh, if you look in the bubble, Mavs have gone over their last two. Um, Jazz are on a big over streak here. They've gone over in uh, four in a row here. So, again, maybe a buy low. You know, if it continues to fall, you go back the other way. But, again, two early, uh, two tough games there to cap early on. Uh, keep cruising, though, the Raptors and the Bucks. Now, this is an overplay. This is a clear cut over. Good value on this raptors Bucks over. Open 226 and a half. Up to 227 and a half. It is rising, so it tells you smart money did come in there. This is also a sub 230 on the rise, 57%, uh, around 64% in the bubble. Uh, two good teams here, Raptors and Bucks. I've seen some smart money come in twice or a couple different times, a couple different books at 226 and a half. So even at that number, I still think you have value there. And then Raptors Bucks, the line did open bucks minus five and a half, it's up to six even though you have majority grabbing Raptors in the points. So it looks to me like you have a little bit of smart money, fade the trendy dog there with Milwaukee. We all know Milwaukee, like that heat game. you know They're down big, and they come back and cruise and actually cover the, the minus nine or whatever. But this is a back-to-back for Toronto. Milwaukee is rested. And Milwaukee's coming off that loss to Dallas. I think you get a good effort out of Milwaukee. I don't think Milwaukee likes the way they're playing. And I think this is kind of a sneaky, sharp play to lay the points with Milwaukee. Can they win by seven or more? Maybe this is a tight game and they pull away at the end, kind of like that Heat game. But Publix on the Raptors in the points, but Raptors second leg of a back-to-back. Bucks rested off a bad loss. I think you get a good effort, and the line is moving to the Bucks. But if you're worried about that number, again, with Dogs doing um, you know well recently and in the bubble, slightly winning about 53%, uh, that is a pretty sharp overplay in that one. And then Pacers and the Heat, this is another sharp over. This is a really low total. This is the to- lowest total of the day, 220. It's up to 221. So you're seeing that line rise. is a sub-230 over. I um, also have a lot of systems here like a, um, what was it, a non-division over that rises. Yeah, I got a good system on that historically. So that line is moving uh, toward the over. I think it's a good uh, overvalued opportunity. That's an 8 o'clock game. And you are seeing uh, kind of even tickets with smart money on the heat in this one. The heat opened minus 2.5 at some books. Probably up to 3.5 or 4. Again, if that k- continues to grow and grow and grow, you may start to see some buyback there on Indiana. Um, but both teams are rested. They both last played on the eighth. Heat have lost two in a row. Indiana's coming off that really big win over the Lakers, so maybe it's kind of a buy low, sell high opportunity. Um, Butler and Dragic are going to play, though. Just keep an eye on that. TJ Warren, technically questionable. The guy's scoring a million points. Keep an eye on that. But you do—it it is notable. You're seeing some smart money there toward the Miami Heat and the over in that one, over 220, up to 221. Then last game of the night, um, you do have a low total 221. It's kind of stayed 221, but I did see a little bit of money there uh, come in on the over. It looks like it may rise. You did see the Lakers open minus 4.5, and and, uh, they got all the way up to 5.5 and and came back down to 5. Public is all over Denver Nuggets saying, give me the Nuggets and the points. Really the play here to me, you know, early on I saw a lot of sort money on the Lakers, not going to lie guys. It's really tough You've been betting the Lakers. They have looked god awful. Disinterested, don't care, no defense. They have no offense either. They've scored they scored 111, lost to Indy, but before that 97-86, then they scored 116 in a win, and then they scored 92. Their offense looks looks putrid. On the one hand, it's like buy low on Lakers because they've been playing poorly. Um, Denver though does have some guys back. They have Jamal Murray back. Um, they're still waiting on, who is it? Uh, Barton and Harris. Looks like LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to play. I think everyone is playing here, um, for the Lakers, but this again, move a little, little bit to the Lakers public is on Denver. I think the key here is if you like Denver, hold out for the five and a half. I think that, that hook could be, could be critical in that one. And that total is 221. I Uh, they do have a system there to the over. So, uh, it's tough because Lakers are a little bit of a fade the trendy dog with a line move in their favor, kind of like the Bucks. But the key there is if you get a five, if hold out for the five and a half. If you don't get it, where does the next move go? If you start to see that fall back down, four and a half, four late tells you it's going to be uh, smart money Nuggets. Uh, if not, wait it out, and um, uh, you may be able to get the five and a half if you like Denver in that one. Uh, but that wraps up the first half of the pod, guys. Talking NBA again. Remember uh, a couple over opportunities there with the Raptors, Bucks. And with the Pacers heat, if you want to sweat this overtrend. Uh, but as we uh, as we take a quick break here, and you'll hear from uh, some of our great, uh, our great sponsors who help us pay the bills. We love them. Um, we'll be right back, and we will then talk about uh, Major League Baseball. And I have a secret, secret WNBA play for you guys. What do you say? Don't tell anybody. But I got a really sharp edge on an under in one of these WNBA games tonight, guys. So stick with us. We'll be right back. To wrap up the pod on the vcin market insights podcast with josh applebaum stick with us we will be right back
0: the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world western nations like the u.s and europe
1: mexico will likely have its first female president
0: and then you have china
3: All right, guys, we are back. Thanks for sticking with us. Happy Monday. Thank you for being a uh, devoted listener and supporter of the pod. Uh, We talked about NBA early. Now we're flipping our attention to Major League Baseball. And like I said, I I bet you didn't think I would tell you uh, I got a sharp WNBA play, uh, did you? But I do have a play um, coming up here I want to talk to you guys about. Um, Let's talk some baseball. Uh, Baseball, I think, is underrated. And, you know, with the excitement of the NBA and playoff uh, hockey, I think it falls under the radar a little bit, but I don't want us to lose sight of baseball because um, I think the way we've been breaking down games, to me, um, I'll be honest with you guys, to me, one thing that has really been catching for me very well in baseball is, like, a contrarian home favorite with a line move in their favor. Like, you saw it with Tampa Bay, uh, you saw it with Oakland. Um, there's been a bunch of different opportunities here where you see this sort of move overall. So I think that's number one, if you talk about the bubble, or not the bubble, I wish, you know, hopefully MLB it doesn't matter, but all sports should have a bubble. I'm worried about college football. It sounds like it may get canceled this uh, this week. Hopefully NBA um, continues here, or sorry, uh, NFL. But the one thing that has been important here in uh, this truncated 60-game season with MLB is that favorites are doing very well. Favorites are 62%. They're usually about 57%. So they're up, um, you know, blindly betting every favorite, $100 better. Um, You've turned a pretty decent profit here. You're up around $1,000, betting $100 on every favorite. So that is not too bad. Um, And typically that is not what happens here. Then unders as well. You know, unders, that you are hitting at a 57% clip. And the fact that you're paying a better price, you bet every under, you are 57%, $100 guys up around $2,000. So remember, with this weird season, excuse me, favorites and unders are have really been the play overall. And again, it's those home favorites with a reverse line move conchurian that I think have really, personally for me, uh, that I've noticed that have cashed and done really well. So uh, along those lines, here's the first one, Atlanta, Philadelphia. This is a really sharp spot like we just talked about with Philadelphia. This reminds me of that Oakland game yesterday. So it's Atlanta Philly. Public is on Atlanta. Public says give me Atlanta and plus money. Atlanta is 11 and 6. Philadelphia is 4-6. Atlanta's 1-2 in a row. Um, and they've you know, taken three out of uh, or 2 out of 3 so far in this series. This is your last game of the series here. Uh, however, bio opportunity, Philly open minus 140. Uh, home favorite. Public is betting Atlanta, saying give me the plus money plus 130. But the line is all the way up to minus 150 now. So minus 140, up to minus 150. This is a really sharp spot to back Philadelphia. Again, that favorite trend, that home favorite reverse line move, contrarian trend, um, all in uh, in the position of Philadelphia buying low there. So really sharp move toward the Phillies. Did see some smart money to the under there. Open nine around even money. It's now nine under minus 120. So liability to that under. That's another under trend there. Um, Worry a little bit. Wind's blowing out. You do have a little bit of a over-ump there. Um, but that under uh, does have liability, and Philly there laying it. Smart smart play. Uh, Chicago White Sox and Detroit Tigers. Not a bad spot here to grab the Tigers at home. Super contrarian. Sharp line freeze. Getting plus money. I think the public still does not believe Detroit Tigers, and uh, the Tigers are going to be not going to win unless I see an epic collapse here. It took the Tigers over. I think it was over 22-and-a-half wins, 21-and-a-half wins. It was a ridiculous number, and everyone laughed at me. Uh, But they're off to an 8-and-5 start, so who's laughing now? Uh, But Detroit, hopefully they continue it. White Sox 8-and-8, Detroit 8-and-5. Public says Detroit sucks. They're not as good as their record. But this is a good opportunity to back Detroit, guys. They are a divisional dog, high total, open at 9, still at 9, but now you're actually seeing over-liability, over over 9-and-a-half. It's Keuchel against Fulmer. (laughs) Um, open at around minus 150 to the White Sox, and the White Sox are down to minus 140. So Detroit is only getting a quarter of bets. They have a sharp line move, plus 135, down to plus 130, plus 125. Divisional dog high total. You want to sweat Detroit, that is not a bad play at all. So Detroit, another smart money opportunity. Uh, Washington and the Mets, this is kind of both a pro and Joe play. I'm seeing good value on Washington. Washington. Uh, the Nats just have not gotten off the runway here, man. Defending champs, you know, they had a bad start, and then they had a bunch of games uh, delayed because of Corona, and then they came back, and they've lost three in a row, and they lost two to Baltimore. I mean, come on, does it get worse, any worse than that? They lost 11 0 and 5 3 to Baltimore, uh, which is about as bad as it gets. Although they did get Soto back, you know, their best player, and, you know, takes a few games. I think he's hitting like 350 though. But this is a good opportunity to back Washington. You know, the Mets would be a divisional dog, high total, a little bit contrarian. But I'm seeing a lot of smart money hit Washington here. They got a better pitching matchup, Patrick Corbin against Steven Matz. Uh, Corbin's got a three ERA. I think Matz is close to six. This game open at kind of a pick em. Um We're around minus 110, minus 115, slightly to Washington. It's now up to around minus 120. So this line is moving toward the Nats. And I've seen some smart money hit the Nats. Uh, I like Washington there, even though – it's not a huge public play. They're getting a little more than fifty percent, but really, it's that smart money pushing that Washington line. So uh, give me the uh, give me the Nats in that one, and then a couple more: uh, Arizona and Colorado. Smart play, uh, smart money play to Arizona. Colorado is at home. They got Gray on the mound. Good matchup there. Gray against uh, Robbie Ray. Uh, Robbie Ray's got a nine point four five ERA, but he is so much better than that. I'm, I'm a big Robbie Ray fan. Gray three point three one. Arizona six and ten. Colorado eleven and four. That's like as easy as it gets for the public. Public is all over Colorado. Colorado opened minus 140. They're down to minus 125. So this line is falling, even though Colorado is getting majority bets. Tells you, uh, divisional dog, high total 11.5 at Coors Field. Only a quarter of bets in Arizona. Good reverse line move, smart money play if you want to back the snakes there. Snakes, last move I saw around plus 120, they got hit. So that line is continuing to fall. Uh, This one is really, really gross, but a a huge line move to Texas. Uh, And actually, I bet Texas yesterday, that was a good hit. Um, Kind of a line freeze. Public uh, was kind of even on that one, but um, good pitching matchup there with Lance Lynn. But Texas is seeing a massive move, huge move to Texas. They're only getting half the tickets, but a ton of money. And they moved minus 140 to minus 185. So, again, that is a, uh, you know, how do you, you you lean Seattle just because, you know, about even ticket count. Much better number here. How can you lay that big number with Texas at, at this point? But I just want to let you know that is a clear, clear, clear sharp Texas play uh, toward the Rangers if you like the Rangers. Hopefully you got them earlier. And then Oakland and Los Angeles. Oakland is red hot. Oakland has won, what, eight in a row now? Something like that. Um, maybe they'll get close to their uh, their money ball. Um, to, what was it? Uh, was that 2001? Or when was it? When they won 20 in a row. Um, anyway. They're red hot. You know, Public is this is an auto bet for the public. But L.A. Angels at home, two-thirds of bets on Oakland, but Oakland fell minus 130 to minus 125. Uh, L.A. Angels also be a divisional dog high total, contrarian, reverse line move. The Angels have quite a few things that you look for um, with a short line move in their favor, again, divisional dog. So keep an eye on the Angels. And then San Diego, Los Angeles Dodgers. This is going to be a good game. This is your late game, your 940 game. San Diego 9-7, Dodgers 11-5. It's Garrett Richards against Dustin May. Uh, pretty, you know, pretty decent pitching matchup there. But the Dodgers open around minus 170. They're down to around minus 150, uh, minus 155. So you've seen, even though public's on the Dodgers, and again, public will take Dodgers every single night all season long, even though majority on Dodgers, line has been dipping towards San Diego. San Diego is also a divisional dog uh, on the road, contrarian, smart money reverse line move. The total open 8.5, looks like you have liability under. It's 8.5 and, and now under, minus 125. That under's been getting hit a ton at 8.5. If you like that under, I'll grab it sooner rather than later because it may fall down to 8. And you make, you want to make sure you get the hook 5-3 game, you cash that. Uh, but that is a late-night reverse line move to uh, the Fathers and a smart money underplay. And actually, Dodgers games, 10-5 uh, and five to the under, 10-5-1. So Dodgers have been playing a lot of uh, lower scoring games there overall, but yeah, a bunch of good line moves across MLB: Philly, um, Detroit, Washington, uh, Arizona. Big move to Texas, even though that number is tough to swallow now. Angels value San Diego. Keep an eye on those. Uh, Now let's flip it over to you know your favorite sport, the sport that you you wake up and say, "What? Why won't he talk? Why won't Josh Applebaum talk about WNBA?" You guys need to know something about me. I am a, uh, I'm a wise guy, and I, I don't say that with any arrogance or anything, but I love betting across any sport as long as I can look at data and break down matchups. And whether it is, um, you know, I bet on Little League, I bet on the hot dog eating contest, it doesn't matter. If we find value, we get down. And I think that's the mark of a, uh, a, a true sports better there. Um, and I got to admit, you know, I love WNBA. It is one of my sneaky, sneaky favorite sports to bet on. I like that it's all on TV. I like that it's a small market, and really these line moves are very meaningful. I think it's very, very easy to spot sharp action because there are no public bettors betting WNBA. There's still kind of a stigma of, I'm not going to bet on women's NBA. It's like, okay, then you're forfeiting value because there's a ton of value in WNBA. Uh, but with that being said, I don't talk about it as much as I want to on the pod because usually these lines haven't even been released when I when I do the pod. So for anyone who's been, I have had a couple people say, you know, when are you going to talk WNBA? I want to bet WNBA. Uh, you now have an opportunity because these lines came out this morning. I've seen some movement here, and I and I got one play. If you guys want to sweat it with me tonight, uh, it is the under in the Mercury against the Wings game. This is a 7 p.m. game. Uh, this line opened at 166 and a half, somewhere 167. It is now down to 165 and a half. I think you really want to get the hook there, the 165 and a half. I'm seeing some books get down to 165. Straight off the bat, lines moving to the under in a sport where where you have no public betting and it's only Sharps betting. It. So I've seen again some good uh, sharp money hit that under in the Phoenix Mercury Dallas Wings game. Also, bubble unders are doing pretty good. They're 22 and 18. They're on 53%. Um, so not as crazy as like NBA bubble overs, but still a uh, a little bit of an edge there. What I really like about this game is Diana Taurasi. Um, remember her? She was a stud. Was she UConn? Um, I think, but yeah, she's 38 and she's still awesome. But she hurt her knee, and I think she. Uh, everything I've been reading is she is going to be out for this game. So that is your facilitator um, for Phoenix, and with her being out, I think that really affects the, the total there. Uh, you've seen both of these teams. Um, you know, last couple of games have gone under. I think just you know pace wise. This is a good matchup to sweat the under in this one. Uh, so if you look at this, Mercury 4-3, Dallas Wings 3-4. Uh, and four. If you go to the WNBA, uh, I like to go to the WNBA homepage or if you go to ESPN and go to their WNBA tab. I'm um, going to look at a bunch of different stats here. But if you look at the Mercury, they're scoring 88, giving up 85. And if you look at the Dallas, where are they at? Dallas Wings, they're scoring 80, giving up 83. Um, and again, you're missing one of your best offensive stars for, for Phoenix there. So smart money play to the under, if you want to sweat it with me, um, I will be riding that one tonight. Hopefully we will cash, keep the points to a minimum, please. I don't care who wins. Uh, but that is about it guys. Another day, another dollar. Uh, our Monday is officially underway. A new week is underway. We have NHL true, true playoffs starting tomorrow. We got NBA, Like, like every day we got NBA. It's great. We got MLB. Don't forget about MLB, and uh, we are going to keep grinding like we always do. So, uh, remember my PSA to all listeners is the fact that uh, you know number one, thank you for tuning in. Number two, if you like what we do, if you like how we break down games, if you like the thought process and how to read the market and how to identify value, um, and you want to learn more, that's the key. You always want to continue to learn in this in this industry and get better. You never know everything. There's always more to learn. Um, but especially if you're a new bettor and need a little help, you know, devising your bankroll management plan, getting your contrarian philosophy down, how to locate sharp action, how to shop for the best line, tips and strategies for all the major sports, how to place a, a bet in person at a sports book, um, I'm here for you. I have a book called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. And it will uh, it will, get, it will teach you all the, t- the tricks of the trade and hopefully get you started off on the right foot. But if you're interested, it's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble if you want to buy it. Uh, you would make me really happy and make my day. So, yeah, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, written by yours truly. Uh, and then hopefully when this is over, I'll, I'll sign it for you, and uh, I'll buy you uh, your first beer at the Borgata AC or at the uh, South Point or Circle when I finally get to, uh, get to Vegas. But thank you all. Have a fantastic Monday. Remember, stay sharp, stay contrarian, place yourself on the side of the house. Bet against the average Joes who bet based on gut instinct and bias. If you walk into a bar and everyone is betting Team A, you want to bet on Team B. And also make sure you are on the sharp side, the same side as the pros. Beat the closing line. um, Get the best number. Always be with the smart money. Always, always, always. And, of course, um, when I see you at the window, uh, whether it's the Borgata, whether it's Circa, whether it's the South Point, wherever it may be, uh, when I see you and we finally meet and we toast and have a beer summit, You better not have a parlay ticket in your hand. (laughs) Have a great Monday, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Good luck.